You are listening to the most magical podcast, a VIC radio production. And welcome. <laughs> welcome. Thank you for the introduction. Hi, I'm DJ Club. I'm DJ. <laughs> Let's start <laughs> over. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm DJ Clo. And I'm DJ Ava. And this is the most magical, most magical podcast. podcast. We'll get that better on our next one. I promise. Yeah, there we go. Um, well, welcome to October, where it is Halloween. It's spooky season. So we're going to be talking about Halloween movies on Disney Channel from all the way back to some oldies and then we're gonna talk about comparisons to uh, Halloween movies like Halloween Town 1, 2, 3, and 4 and we're gonna talk about how Freeform's doing a whole event for all of October uh, because Freeform is owned by Disney and that will be fun. Let's get started. I honestly can't keep track of what Disney owns anymore. <laughs> that's very, very true. Yeah. Disney is, yeah, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so opinions on Halloween Town. I mean, Halloween Town's a go-to. Like... Okay. <laughs> it is. Don't get me wrong. You have to watch all four Halloween Towns before Halloween has come. Yes. But I have an opinion that you might not like. Okay, so I have figured out that the Halloween movies that people like the most are the worst Halloween movies. Fair. <laughs> like it it's not good. As an adult, I've watched it and I'm like, this is bad. But however, I'll still watch it every year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's made for Disney Channel. Disney Channel has inherently gone downhill the farther into the 2000s that we get. <laughs> Even that if the movies sad. were made in the 1990s. Like, do you think they'll ever redo some of the like more popular Halloween movies? Like, do you think they're gonna like go back and make like a Halloween Town reverb or something like that and like just do a whole new cast? Uh, I mean, they did the new casting thing in the they last really, one. But, like, they just recasted Marnie. Yeah. That was the whole Kimberly J. Brown scandal. No, um, honestly, I think if they're going to redo any of them, it'll be Hocus Pocus. Ugh. Just, like. But that's a classically great movie. This is true. And you can't get better than the three that they got for that movie. That like with Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah. But for Halloween Town, like the people that acted in that weren't great actors. I don't know. Like you can definitely recast that movie with a lot better actors. Um, I think I'm biased though because I really do love Dove Cameron. I think she's a really talented, like Disney Channel actress. Yeah. I don't think they have many these days, but I think she's definitely a top one. Her and China and McLean. I dig them both. I love China and McLean. <laughs> but we did grow up on like a great amount of like really talented female 
actors on Disney. Like, yeah, there was Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Miley Cyrus. Miley. <laughs> I mean, also, like, even the later ones, Bridget Mendler. Oh, you're right. Started Bridget. on Wizards and then mm-hmm. went on to Good Luck Charlie. Very true. So, like, we had some really good female actors growing up. And now, like, I could only count two that I've, like, seen and liked on Disney Channel. We had Raven Simone. Not Raven okay. Simone, but, like. Okay. Raven like, is in a one. league all her own. <laughs> that show isn't a league all its own. Like Exactly. <laughs> but we had, like, even on on other channels, like, we had some really good shows. Like, nowadays, the show is just, like like aren't competing yeah they redid freaky friday i saw that i didn't see the movie but i saw that they did it i don't want to watch that like i want to watch the original the original was fine don't like here's my thing don't remake something that is classically perfect hocus pocus don't remake it it's already perfect parent trap Although, Ugh. technically, The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan was a remake. But in my opinion, it was better than the original. That is also very true. The original does not hold up to the remake. Lindsay Lohan was an amazing child actor. She so good. was. Until she fell off the handrails. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. She's a great, uh, like, child star story, though. Her and uh, Amanda Bynes. Whatever happened to Amanda Bynes? That's the biggest question we have. Um, so Halloween Town. <laughs> Back yes, onto that Halloween track. Town. Great movie. It good was. plot. It was. It was good for me too because I was always afraid of everything, and like that was like the one scary movie I could watch growing up, and it wasn't scary. Exactly. But it was. It was good it was the good kind of scary it was like kid scary but disney channel came out with a bunch of holly movies it did you got twitches too okay twitches (laughs) i cannot believe you haven't seen this all the way through it looked scary so i st- again like i it's was I have a very scary. weird tolerance for scary movies um i don't know i just never got into twitches that was like the one thing maybe i'll have to watch it you I should watch it. it tia and tamara just like bring the whole thing i wonder what they're doing it's, it's amazing um well one of them's on a netflix show really I don't know which one. Or is it both? Are they doing no. like a full house kind of thing where they switch no. off? One of them is on the show and then they made a spin-off series and then the other one joined in for that. Interesting. I think. I think I remember seeing that. They are definitely a forgotten Disney actor. They both of them are one singular actor. Yeah, so one singular like, actress. Like no, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, I. There, those are Disney Channel actors. No, like I would be like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, wouldn't remember because like, what else were they known for other than Twitches? Sister, sister. Oh, um, but that that was that was a little before our time. 
that was like a main so. 90s show kind of like how we got the back end of um Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm, okay it's kind of like that gotcha so like we got the end of Sister Sister the end of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air so they weren't really as prevalent for that as they were for Twitches and Will Smith and True. all those other movies gotcha Another movie that came out a little later in our time, like we were like around 12 then, but Girl vs. Monster I love with Monster. Olivia Holt. I love this movie and I was so afraid to tell people I really liked it because I was like, oh, I'm 12. Like I can't like Disney Channel anymore. As, as like a 20 year old now, I'm like, oh my God. Yes, Disney Channel. Um, but yeah, the music slapped in this one. Oh yes it did. Olivia Holt's really good at music. Yeah the thing that threw me though the lead man on this uh in the Luke movie. Benward? Yeah he was in Minutemen. He, he looked so Minutemen? Yeah he was the small one in Minutemen. Oh. Right? Okay, I didn't that know was he was reaction. in Minutemen. Yeah because there's three. There was uh Jason Dolly the other guy from Hannah, right? Yeah, Hannah, Hannah. it was. I the name is escaping. Oliver, me. the guy that played Oliver, um, and this guy, he was the short one. He was the crazy scientist, smart nerd one, but he looks so different now than he did in that movie. Okay, <laughs> I have so many opinions on that one. That was like that threw me because he's also in Cloud Nine. He isn't. That's that's where I'm like making the connection to. Yeah, no, he was in Minutemen. That was his start on Disney Channel. I also, he, I think I knew him from something else too, and I, I'm just like I can't when, remember what it was. When did Minutemen come out? Like, Minutemen came out in like 2008. It was like elementary school for us. Wow, good guess. It was, it was 2008. 2008. <laughs> oh, wow, that was scary good. This is why I do Destination Disney. <laughs> this is why we do it. Yes. Yeah, his name was Luke Bentward, right? He played Charlie in uh, Minutemen. Fun fact. Ironically named Charlie <laughs> when... The little oh. sister's name is Charlie, and good luck, Charlie. Oh, yeah, that does work. You know what was he was in? He was in, um, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen this a fair amount. Um, he was in Good Luck, Charlie. He was in Sea Dad Run. Um, he was in How to Eat Fried Worms. And Because of Winn-Dixie. I think I've seen both of them once. <laughs> How did you fried worms? He was the like the main guy, so that could be where you're remembering his face from. But it wasn't the guy from it wasn't Oliver from Hannah Montana. It was the guy from his name's Nicholas Broom. Broom. He was from the Princess um, movie. Princess Protection Program. Yes, Princess Protection Program. The tall guy. I know tall nerdy guy. He's been in a lot too. Yeah. Good for him. Like, he always had the height thing going for him. 
Oh, you know what else? It might have been the R.L. Stein thing in 2014. Oh, I might be okay. like front and back dating this. My goodness. It's okay. So yeah, now you know where he got his start on Disney Channel. Oh, 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 I know where I know him from. Where? The Concrete Angel music video by Martina McBride. That is so bizarrely random. Okay, my, my friend cries every time she hears the song, so she showed me the music video one day. He's the, the little angel kid that helps the girl. Oh, it, it was when he was a child. The music video was made in 2002. Oh my god, yes, child. How old are these people now? Um, Luke Benrider was is 25. That's so weird to me, because growing up, they always seemed older. Like, I was, like, this little eight-year-old. I'm, like, oh, my God, he's, like, 25. Like, no. And now we're 20, and he's, like, 25. And I'm, like, oh, why? He's five years older than us. That's not okay. It's uh, kind of like when someone found out that this this girl who was born in, like, 2002 was dating a member, ex-member of One Direction. Oh, yeah. And, and the internet like, wow. freaked out. Yeah, you're, like, oh, wow, I had a shot with uh, any member of One Direction because I'm born before like his girlfriend yeah honestly that is kind of a fact though like I was born in 2000 and I was like I have no shot with these boys they're so much older than me and someone born two years after me yeah. is dating him which is weird too because she's 18 now like she just became legal <laughs> we love this <laughs> anyway Halloween <laughs> Halloween I'm excited. Now that I know what Freeform's holding like a whole month of Halloween, I'm going to definitely be popping into some ho- new Halloween movies. Oh, yeah. Okay, but the first Halloween movie they showed on this thing was Wa- uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's not Halloween. When did that become Halloween? It's not a Halloween movie. <laughs> like, Willy Wonka, not Halloween. I'm so sorry. Um, unless I missed part of the plot there really don't think that works no it's like the dead of winter too yes the entire thing happens in the dead of winter yeah but i mean like i wouldn't consider it like a christmas movie no it's a a winter movie it's a winter movie it's kind of like you group it in with the hallmark christmas movies that are shown in november okay i i respect (laughs) that i'll take that one another movie they showed is casper and i'm really here for it Casper is a lost treasure. It really is. I was playing at Kahoot the other day and there was something that came up about when Casper turned into a real boy. And mm-hmm. one of the kids that's the same age as me was like, Casper turns into a real person. I was like, you missed that part? That was like the biggest heartthrob moment of that whole movie. Oh when he boy. like pops out and he it was made in 1995. So he had the the middle part with the little bangs that like made a little hoop around his face he was like the picture perfect like I am a hot young little like 14 year old boy and everyone had a crush on Casper but then he turned back into a ghost everyone has a crush on Casper apparently I mean Casper is like a super great guy he's just also dead 
He's very caring. He has a lot of personality, a lot of fun. I feel like we would be besties. Too bad. <laughs> the ghost. Uh, Loki, Julian, the Phantoms. Um, <laughs> don't, don't even start me with Julian, the Phantoms. Such a good show. And I've it tried is. to get my friends to watch it. And they're like, ew, that's, that's about that weird ghost band show. I'm like, oh my God, but the music slaps so hard. That oh. show is everything we never got. Okay. Julian the Phantoms has what we wanted from Descendants. Yes. Gay Bobo Stewart. <laughs> oh my God. It, and you know what made me cry the most? When I figured out that Kenny Ortega named two of the characters after, um, what's, who, what's his face's characters? Luke and Carlos. Um, the one that just passed away. The Disney Channel actor from Jesse. I can't put my finger on his name. Oh, Cameron Boyce. Yes. He named Luke and the little brother Carlos after Cameron oh. Boyce's characters from Descendants <laughs> and Jesse. Did you not know that? I just. <laughs> surprise. Kenny Ortega also has made so many good films. Like, I aspire to be him. As a film major, I feel like I would want to be like him. My heart hurts now. I'm so sorry. Okay, but why does Luke actually act like Luke? Right? <laughs> From Jesse. Like, okay, but then I learned that the guy that plays Luke is Canadian, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Because uh, now I'm going to look out for that accent. Because Canadians can always kind of get an American accent. But then they say like a boot and you're like, Haha. Canadian. Kenny Ortega has literally made so many amazing movies. You got uh, Hocus Pocus. And then you got, I'm just finding the good ones. High School Musical, The Cheetah Girls 2, the best one. The second one Cheetah is the Girls 2 is the best one, although I listen to the One World soundtrack more often. Yeah, but it didn't have Raven. It didn't have Raven, and that was the issue. Yes. Second one was my favorite. Had, second one is the best. Had the world trap. Yeah, because it was him, obviously. Yeah. We're no, the, honestly, the second director. one is the best. The first one I barely remember. The second one's the best. And then the third one had music that slapped, but it didn't have Raven. Yes. He made Descendants, which wasn't great, but wasn't horrible. Which Descendants? Like, all of them. All of them? Uh, one and two. Second one was the best. Well, he made, no, he made all of them. Julian the Phantoms. And he's done TV shows like, or did the TV show, some of the episodes of Gilmore Girls. Um, Bunheads and Crazy Ex-Girlfriends, which are three biasly saying amazing shows. Any Ortega, man. Dude, like I aspire to be him. And he's still working and has a great reputation. My God. I swear to God, if Netflix cancels Julie and the Phantom Phantoms before it's, it finishes, they're not, they can't. I'm gonna lose my shit. This is like... You, have you ever seen Avatar? 
Which one? The animated, like, okay. the one that they just put on Netflix that everyone was like, oh my God, I love Avatar. I was like, girl, I watched it when I had to wait week to week to watch it. Yeah. Don't cloud like you're you're so young. Get, my cousins own the box set, and on Easter we used to just watch episodes. Uh, yeah, no, my brother and I—that was like the one show that my brother would run into the room, like we would chase for like the middle seat of like the cushion in the family room, and we'd be like, "Time to watch the next episode." I did that with I, uh, not I really, Zoe one one too, and I feel uh, so old talking about it. I was a little like that with Power Rangers. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, hey, no judgments. I'm talking about Avatar right now. So, you never know. I mean, I did watch all Compare of Avatar too. to Power Rangers. And like... I can't. Avatar is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Where was this rant going? I don't know. We started on Kenny Ortega and something happened and something connected. And then we just went on a rampage. I think we were talking about Girl vs. Monster. <laughs> Oh, okay. Girl vs. Monster. Great, great movie. Uh, um, Olivia Holt should. Olivia Holt is also another one of those amazing female actors that came out of Disney. And it wasn't just Disney; it was also Disney XD. Oh yeah, because she was on Kicking It. Mm-hmm. I don't oh know God, why. I just did a little dance. Just not as cool as Kicking It with you. They are wow, wow. They are um, playing Be- Beetlejuice. On Freeform. We love Beetle. Honestly, my mom came in here on a rampage like last month looking for that DVD. She's like, I need to watch it. <laughs> that is one of those movies that you kind of forget about. And then you see black and white stripes on something and you're like, Beetlejuice. Also the play. That True. just came out. Oh, and then, yeah. You're correct. There's some really... Ghostbusters too. I didn't realize how old some of these movies were. Ghostbusters came out in 84. Like the original? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, ma'am. that tracks. Oh, do you want to hear a fun fact I learned about Matilda today? Sure. So the actress that plays Matilda wasn't didn't really want to play Matilda because her mom just got diagnosed with some form of cancer um and but her mom really loved the book series so she was like go play Matilda and I want to watch it when you're done and her mom ended up passing away before the end of like the post-production like the editing part of the movie so she so she grew up thinking that she never her mom never saw her act in this and it turned out that Danny DeVito while they were still in post-production because he directed it mm-hmm. took what they had made already because they were almost done and showed and did a private screening with just her mom in the hospital so her mom actually did get to see her play matilda before she died and i was like another reason why to love why another reason to <laughs> love danny devito and i was like oh my gosh that's so that's cute so sweet right I can't. It was so cute. I I just had to share that because it kind of made me cry. I was like, oh, there's too much sadness happening. Let's put on a lighter note. First Cameron voice and now this. Let's talk about Hotel Transylvania. 
Postal Transylvania is a gift to this world. <laughs> it was a great, like, movie. The kid from Hotel Transylvania, like the guy with the really poofy red afro, my mom kind of looks like him when she doesn't cut her hair for a while. And I learned <laughs> this over quarantine because no one could get a haircut. My mom, my mom, her hair grows out and it's curly. And it's not red necessarily, but it's not like a dark brown, like it's a strawberry kind of color. And I show I like did a side to side before her last haircut and I thought it was identical. And it was very funny. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how long have we been going for? I have no idea. Let's we see. went on a couple rants. We so... really did. We've been going for 25 minutes. We went on a couple rants. We like rants, though. We do so, like rants. what is your official favorite Disney Halloween movie? Don't ask me that. Honestly, probably Return to Halloween Town. It doesn't have Kimberly J. Brown, but I like the plot of that the most out of all the Halloween Town movies. Second That's is the- Halloween Town High. The Halloween Town, this is two. Halloween Town two? No, Halloween Town four. This is Halloween Town four when she goes to college? Yes. That's your favorite one. I like the plot. Also, I think the girl whose name is escaping me, who plays Kimberly J. Brown's character, Marnie, actually reminds me of one of my friend Molly. Mm. One of my friends, Molly, because English <laughs> isn't a thing I can do. It's okay. We don't, we don't grammar here exactly but um, like i took a, a video recording a screen recording of one of the moves that she do because i'm yeah i took a screen recording of one of the moves that she does in the movie because it reminded me so much of my friend that i was like how did you get in there <laughs> i um What's it called? I always liked the fourth one because the person that plays Marnie in the fourth one um, was the lead actress in Read It and Weep. And that was one of my favorite movies growing up and Stuck in the Suburbs. She did that in those two movies. And those were like really underrated, but really good decoms that I enjoyed. I don't think that's the same actress. Really? Yeah. I'm, wait, no. I'm, I don't think I'm that's Daniel Panabaker. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think it is. You can it's quote the girl. On it's the girl who's the main character in Aquamarine. Yeah. That's not Daniel Panabaker. Hold on. Hold <laughs> hold the phone. What movie were we talking about? Halloween Town, okay. Yeah, Halloween Town 4, Return to Halloween Town. I mean, also, the thing about the Halloween Town movie, circling back to our first topic, is Debbie Reynolds. Oh, yeah, obviously. She plays the grandmother. She makes the movie. She does. You can't not have her in the movies. That's why, like, if they remade it, she'd still have to be in the movies. But they can't remake it because she's dead. I know. But also, don't mess with perfect. But it's not perfect. Like, it's great. It's just, like, horrible. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. It's wholesome, but the acting leaves something to be desired. Sarah Paxton is the name of the actress from Return to Halloween Town, the fourth movie. 
but where do I know her from? Aquamarine. Also, Sydney White. That was a Snow White remake movie. She's also in the Sleepover. Not the Sleepover. In Sleepover. I love that movie. Great movie. And I sat there and I watched it one night. And I really believe, I truly believe, if I was a teen in the 90s, I would have been the coolest kid in high school. Like this girl, I'm not kidding, was in a red dress skateboarding eating a corn dog and the jock the head jock that was going into high school and like everyone thought he was the hottest guy fell for her because she was not like other girls like she was a tomboy I was like why was I not and 90s music is the best true so I'm sitting there I was like oh my god I would have been the coolest person if I was born 10 years earlier and now I'm lame because I was born in 2000 Bad timing. I mean, we were born in 2000, but like, we've got part of the 90s. We did get part of the 90s. 90s kids are always like, sorry, my mic was falling. 90s kids are always like, you guys didn't get our TV. You guys aren't that cool. And we're just like, we got your TV. They were reruns on Nick at Night. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. you're not wrong we they don't understand that like we grew up with both 2000 stuff but also 90s stuff and you can tell now because everyone that's bringing back 90s stuff we own some of that stuff like I wore one of my mom's dresses from the 90s and like I went out and wore it on like a cute little like picnic thing and it was cute and I'm like this is like styles re like come around. We still own the clothes that are in style now because we grew up with the hand-me-downs of like some of the 90s stuff. Yeah. I grew so, up on my cousin's hand-me-downs. I grew up on my brothers. This is why nice. I would have been cool in the 90s. This is true. I wore like boy boys shorts. I can talk. Boys shorts and like a hoodie for the first like eight years of my life. I swear I don't look like that now. Oh, as I'm in like my brother's sweats right now. Yeah, I I used to mismatch all the time. My friend Liz is like, you dressed cool before it was cool, but like when I dressed cool, it wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. So like I was always mismatching and I always kind of looked like trash, but like a couple years later, that was the thing. <laughs> I was like, wow, trendsetter. Okay. <laughs> like so I, said, I didn't I didn't get credit for it no I'm just kidding uh, no it was like it was kind of stupid but whatever this was a good chat we kind of got off on a tangent we didn't really stick to the Halloween theme we didn't really stick to Disney maybe we should try this again the moral of the story folks is you should watch Julie and the Phantoms Really, we should just have a whole show on watching that show. Yes, because I've cried numerous times. I want to meet all three men. Mostly, I want to meet Jeremy, the one that plays... um, Fun fact, he voices Lance McClain in Voltron. Don't make me love him more. He voices Lance McClain in Voltron. (laughs) I love Jeremy Shapa. 
I think he's amazing. And I didn't realize how much I knew him from until like he became popular. Yeah. But he's cute. He's married. Like there's no. He's married? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. I've watched, I've watched interviews with the cast. Also. He looks like he's fucking 12. No. Yes, he does. But the guy that plays Luke. Charlie something. Charlie yes. He, I thought he was really attractive because I'm a punk fan. He dresses punk. I was like, that is my man right there. But then I figured out what his height was and I was like, oh. oh. How tall is he? You think he's, I think it says 5'7 on his IMDb page. Oh, you're tall. <laughs> yeah, I'm 5'3, I'm almost 5'4. I'm 5'4 on a good day, which so 5'7 just is tiny for me. And then the guy, Owen, the guy that plays, um, is the drummer. Alex, yeah. Yes. He's like 6'1 or something. I'm like, that, that there is a little bit better of a height. And he's blonde. And he's very funny if you look him up in like all of the interviews. And he's tried to do TikToks where he's like literally kicked his foot through a wall. And it's like, yeah, I just broke something. Like, he breaks things every time he tries to do something. And I just appreciate that. So I think he's now my new favorite of, like, the crushing-wise. Um, yeah. I think I'll always low-key have a crush on Charlie Giuseppe. Right? He's so punk in that show, though. And, if you like, and he's not normally punk in real life. And I'm like, if you were just punk, there'd be... Mm, Differences. I watched the acoustic music video for Edge of Grey and then he winked at the camera and I just went, <laughs> okay, dude, stop. Uh, I was like, okay, dude, please un- stop. You're hurting me. When he sings Unsaid Emily, I think I cried like every time I've listened to that song. Yeah. No, it's it's so sad. Like I'm already thinking about what the plot could be for next season. Okay, there's, like, the whole logistic thing, like, will they still be able to touch Julie? Will people be able to see them? Okay. Now that they can touch Julie or only see them when they are touching Julie? I watched something on this. They can now touch Julie because they can, so you know how they're connected to their instruments? Yeah. Because it was in their past life? Yeah. And that they're connected. Well, now that in their life now that they're so connected with Julie and like they love her and they die for her technically pass go over for her she is now attached to them so that's why they can touch her I wonder if they can summon her then that would be really creepy uh tune in next week for when we talk about decom movies I'm DJ Chloe and I'm DJ Ava and this is the most, the most magical, magical podcast. podcast. This has been a VIC Radio production. For more information, visit vicradio.org.